Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There you will stand, so strong. I will say, long live Swiftcast. Your headphones blaring our podcast. Nothing is sweeter than Swiftcast. Hey guys, welcome to episode 83 of Swiftcast. This is Jill, Ashley, Haley, and Steph. And we have a lot of exciting stuff to talk about this week. And first and foremost, 13 Days of Taylor starts this week, and we're so excited. Yay! 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 Lots of presents. My favorite time of the year. It really is. (laughs) By the time you guys hear this episode, it'll probably be December 3rd, so we'll be on the third day already. That's scary (laughs) to think about. There will be special deals and new products every day from December 1st, which is tomorrow until the 13th. So keep an eye out. Every day there's going to be something new, as you guys know. And I'm hoping for a lot of just crazy 1989 stuff. I don't even know what to think of. Well, I liked your idea from earlier. I said I said that I won't be able to afford anything, even if it was a Meredith hairball. <laughs> but you would still buy that. I'd still buy it, like Meredith clippings. <laughs> <laughs> like she got a haircut. I was actually just thinking about the 13 days of Taylor at work today when I had my red Tervis cup. I was like, this is outdated now. Oh, you know, I bet they'll have a new one. I love those Tervis I'm cups. hoping. Hmm. And actually, Taylor Nation gave us a hint already that there will be a deal for free shipping, which we all love so much. And desperately need. Desperately need, especially with that site. Someone tweeted them and said, I hope there's free shipping. And they replied with a winky face emoji. So I would take that as a yes, there's going to be. If there's not, I'm going to spam them (laughs) with winky faces. Well, I know I saw in Australia's store there is already a 1989 blanket available. So I think (gasps) maybe that will be one of ours that will become available. It looks so good. I do love the blankets. That creates a Swifty problem for me because I have the blanket that came out last year with the four album covers on it. And now I feel like that one is just wrong. There's a huge thing missing. Maybe they'll (laughs) add another one. You could just have that one with the 1989 blanket because 1989 is like the biggest album of them all. Yeah, it just bothers me. They need to make an updated version and I'll buy that too. Maybe they will. Or maybe they'll wait until after album six so it will be an even three and three. Yeah, that would make sense. Well, there were a couple of shirts that aren't for sale yet, but they show up in the coming soon section on the website and they're super cute. I really think we're going to get a lot of new stuff we haven't seen before because even with the things that came out in the 1989 packages like the keychain and the hair ties, that's stuff we've never seen before. So I'm looking forward to new stuff. And I'm hoping maybe like we could get some kind of makeup products, maybe like a little Taylor chapstick. (laughs) Ooh, That'd be cute. I've seen people do that before, so it's possible. The shirts that Ashley is mentioning include 
a shirt that has Olivia and Meredith on it. It's adorable. Yes. And then the other one is a stamped date long sleeve white shirt and it has Taylor's birthday and then the release date of every single album. And I need both of those shirts desperately. Maybe the one with Olivia and Meredith is made with fibers of Olivia's hair. <laughs> yes! You're so right. <laughs> and this year, if we do not get a stuffed Meredith or Olivia, I'm going to be so angry. That would be fantastic. Do you remember how bad last year we, like, everybody thought there was going to be a stuffed Meredith? Yeah. Well, they added a flash drive of 1989. That was so crazy. I feel like because I'm in school, I should get that, but I'm just like, eh. I'm too rough with mine. <laughs> I've heard about a lot on Tumblr that everybody's like, I've never been so excited to want to go out and buy a flash drive. Or they're like, I never knew how much I needed a flash drive with Taylor Swift's face on it until it came out. <laughs> and I really like the 1989 ornaments, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm really excited about those. They're all bright neon colors. Yeah, and there are already three of them, and I want them all. Do you know what I'm hoping for, actually? I changed my mind. I hope that they give us some kind of little, even if it's a mini one, like a Taylor-themed Polaroid camera. Ooh. Yeah, they didn't really do a Sony one like we expected. Mm-hmm. Even if it only did the little pictures, but it was, like, Taylor-themed, they made it themselves, that'd be so cool. I've noticed, I don't know if any of you guys have noticed, that in the past week or two, some of the Polaroids that she's been posting pictures of, it looks like she's using a new, newer style of camera. Yeah, and she's been sending that same style of camera to some fans in the mail. Yeah, so I kind of started to wonder if maybe she ran out of film on the other one. But can't you just buy new film? Maybe she bought up and used all the vintage film for this vintage camera that existed with all her Polaroids, and now she can't get any more. Well, I sure hope they're coming out with well resolutions yeah i think that the polaroid that she is now using is called a fujifilm insta mini 90 neo classic instant camera oh is that what you just pulled off the top of your head that you think it's called (laughs) steph wow (laughs) impressive i've been keeping track of everything and I noticed that the film she's been sending to fans is the same as what she's taking photos with now. And I found that camera. It's called Fujifilm Insta Mini 90 Neo Classic Instant Camera. I just hope if they do have one, it's not like 90 bucks or something. This one is $199. Okay, never mind. I'll take the Meredith hairball. (laughs) Well, we also know that the 1989 vinyl is going to be coming out. I think next week. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for that. I expect tons and tons of copies of that to be sold. Does that count towards her album sales if it's on vinyl? I think it does. It's her album, yeah. I mean, it's got the songs on it, it so. I can't wait to get it and probably never open it. Like, I've never opened my other ones. Yeah, I don't even have a record player, but I have all the vinyls. I'm in the same boat as you. So if anyone wants to buy me and Steph a vinyl record player, that'd be (laughs) awesome. Well, it seems like we're going to have a ton of awesome things, whatever they are, and I'm sure we're going to love all of them. And we'll definitely be recapping all of it for you on our Twitter, SwiftCast13, and also on next week's episode, which should come out around December 10th. We'll recap everything that has come out so far. Definitely. So for now, we're going to move into Keeping Up with Swift with a couple of record-breaking news. 
So the first piece of record-breaking news is that the Blank Space video, which has been out for about three weeks now, already has over 122 million views. Wow. That's crazy. And along with that, they just announced that Taylor is the top-selling artist in the United States since 2000, so of the past 14 years. Oh my god! Yay! Yay! That's such a huge accomplishment. Are you kidding me? 14 years and no one has broken that until her. Exactly. That's crazy. So the way that they determine Taylor is now the top-selling artist since 2000 is because she has sold 25.1 million albums, which is more than any other artist has done since 2000. That's crazy. That's a lot. Not to mention, like, everything else she's accomplished, too. And 1989 has been out for just over a month now, and it has sold 2,214,000 copies. So many. I am blown away. That is amazing. I feel like albums that have been out for a year or more, a ton of them haven't even probably come close to that. Well, not even. Not even close. I just can't believe it's only been a month. Taylor knows how to sell albums, that's for sure. Well, one thing that we forgot to mention on last week's episode that I think is pretty exciting. Last week, John Green tweeted that he talked on the phone with Taylor. He said she just called him up and she was just very pleasant to talk to. And this kind of made people have sort of a a meltdown because people were wondering, (laughs) what's Taylor doing? Why is she talking to John Green? People already melt down over everything that John Green tweets on his own. (laughs) That's true. John Green, I think, is probably the most popular author right now. He's written The Fault in Our Stars, which is huge. And Taylor loves that movie. So it seems like people are speculating that maybe Taylor is going to write a song for the new movie Paper Towns, which is based off John Breen's book. Well, the movie already had a sort of a Taylor connection already because Taylor's good friend Cara Delevingne is actually playing the lead role in that movie. That's exciting. I bet it's going to happen. Do you know what would be the cutest part of that is that Ed wrote a song for Fault in Our Stars, and now Taylor will write one for this new movie. Perhaps. We'll see. Who knows? Maybe Taylor just called to say, hey, I love you. (laughs) She does things like that. Maybe she just wanted to know if she could be in a movie, and he was like, sorry, no. (laughs) Well, this movie is going to be released on June 19th, 2015, so we'll see. I was always a little bit curious because earlier this year, maybe in January of this year, Diane Warren announced that she had written a song with Taylor. And Diane Warren is famous for writing songs that go to movies, like huge blockbuster, don't want to miss a thing, like those kind of huge songs. And so I expected Taylor to have a song in a movie this fall, and maybe she would be nominated for another Golden Globe. But we haven't seen that happen yet, so... I just wonder what happened with that Diane Warren thing. Who knows? Maybe they already wrote a song for Paper Towns way back when, and Taylor was just having a pipe dream that maybe she could have John Green approve of her being involved. But I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, I can't wait to hear about it. Speaking of things that Taylor's up to doing... We have her upcoming schedule, and the first one we're going to start with is on December 5th. She's going to perform at the Jingle Ball in L.A. That'll be fun. Then on December 7th, she will be doing the Jingle Ball in London. 
And then on December 9th, the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show will be airing at 10 p.m. Eastern Time on CBS, which I am excited for that. So excited. And we'll get photos from that event this week because they're actually filming it on Tuesday. I can't wait to see all the photos. And with Ed, oh, it's going to be so awesome. We won't even know where to focus on. I know. (laughs) There's so much. So much. I'm predicting she'll sing Shake It Off and Blank Space. Yeah. I think she'll do two. No, I think she, maybe, she might even do, oh, well, with all the other performers, yeah, she'll probably do two. I just had an image in my head of a really awkward encounter of Taylor performing in something close to lingerie while Ed is somewhere nearby. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to feel, I honestly think he's going to feel so awkward around all those girls. Because he thinks that he's not, like, a stud, even though he totally could be. But he'll just be hanging out with the whole Victoria's Secret crew. I wonder if he'll do Don't or Thinking Out Loud or I Can't Wait. That would be my guess. All I know is that there's going to be a ton of awkward pictures of him, and I'm really excited. (laughs) He's so cute. And actually, I wish he were coming to the Jingle Ball. On December 12th, Taylor will be at the Jingle Ball in New York City, and we will be there. We're very, very excited. So excited. Don't they sometimes have surprise guests? I don't know. I've never been. Well, in earlier that day, Taylor will be awarded as the Billboard Woman of the Year at a luncheon. She's the only person ever to win twice. So this is the second time Billboard has named her Woman of the Year. So it's going to be a very exciting day for her. And then on the 13th, as we all know, Taylor is turning 25. That's crazy. 25. She's so old now. (laughs) Quarter of a century. Yep. And she's accomplished more than most of us ever will. Yeah. For real. Also on December 13th in Los Angeles, Taylor's new special exhibit is going to be opening at the Grammy Museum. That's exciting. I wish I could go to that. It will be really cool. Well, the next day on December 14th, she is going to be on the X Factor UK at 4 p.m. Eastern. Is she performing on that one? Yeah, she'll be performing. It's the season finale. Oh, that's going to be awesome. Yes, I believe it will be live because she mentioned in an article before that she was traveling to the UK on her birthday. So I do think she'll be there live. On December 14th, something I've been waiting for for years, Taylor was finally selected to be on Barbara Walters' 10 Most Fascinating. And that's already been recorded you can watch it at 9 p.m. Eastern on ABC. Exciting. And to top it off, on December 31st, New Year's Eve, Taylor will be at Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve with Ryan Seacrest, and that starts at 8 p.m. And we're all excited for that. I'm excited for the new year. Touring year. Yeah, definitely. I remember on our last episode of last year, we said 2014 might be kind of boring because Taylor's not really going to be on tour and we just want it to be 2015 and now here we are. Crazy. And we were so wrong. 2014 has been very exciting. It has been the best year for us. Yesterday I was complaining to my boyfriend and said, I really hate winter. I just want it to be over. And he said, no, you just want your Taylor tour to start. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, no, but I really do hate the winter. I'd want it to be over either way. But yes, I do want my tour to start. (laughs) Yeah, my family was like, so when does your world tour start? And I said, oh, I'm just doing North America. (laughs) 
I like how they said your world tour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she'll be very busy covering all the goings on. All right, so be sure to keep up with us on Twitter and our episodes to listen on our updates about all her events, and we'll keep you guys posted if anything changes in her schedule. And so now we're going to move into our fashion piece. And tastewiftstyle.com put together a really awesome holiday gift guide of items and fashions and things Taylor has worn, and they're available and they're actually very affordable. So we want to share these with you guys since Christmas is coming up, in case you wanted to splurge. Or, you know, ask Santa for those special gifts. Yeah. The first one that they named was the Urban Outfitters Belt Slouch Fedora, which is only $39. And it's really cute. It has, like, a little bow on the side, which I really like. And I feel like fedoras have been a huge part of her style for the entire past year. I agree. She's been pretty rocking it all year. And our second one is from Forever 21, and it's the Cuff Faux Leather Booties. Those are $37. They look off blackish. That day she wore their red sweater and the tan pants, and they're really cute. And they have a little heel on them, so I'm definitely into those. Perfect for fall and winter. Yeah, I really do want those. Those are cute. Booties are definitely in style and Uh trendy this season. Like crazy. I've been looking for a pair, and I haven't found any, so I might look into these. The next one is another pair of booties. These are red ones, and they are the Forever 21 Wrapped Faux Suede Booties. They are $34.90, and Taylor wore them very early on in 2014 because she knew way back then that it was going to be a trend this year. So she actually wore them when she was out shopping in January or February of this year. So the next one is one of Taylor's favorite purses as of recently, which I actually have quite a story about. It's the Aldo called the Fratopolazine bag. It's sold at Aldo, which is a shoe and accessory store, and it's only $50. And it's a really cute Bordeaux, which is like a dark reddish purple color. Taylor has been carrying it pretty much everywhere for several months now. So about a month ago, my friend Ashley and I decided to get this for Steph for her birthday, and she just got it today. Oh, yay! I did. Did you freak out, Stephanie? I did. It was awesome. I couldn't believe it. And the funny thing is, my birthday was yesterday. Well, my birthday was on Black Friday. So Thanksgiving night, I was online trying to find Black Friday deals, and I looked at Aldo. And I was looking to see if I could find it in the Bordeaux color. And they didn't have a Bordeaux. They only had it in black. And so I was just really bummed. And I just kind of gave up on it. And then the next day, I get this gift. (laughs) And it's a really nice bag. It's pretty big. It has a really nice shape to it. And the bottom is very sturdy. So it looks like it's completely full of stuff, even if it's empty. Just because of the way the board is at the bottom of the bag. And it has the little padlock and a little key that's really just kind of for decoration, but it's cute. I love it. It's perfect for you. So it's been going in and out of stock. I've been literally checking Aldo every single day because I wanted one for me. And it will pop up for a few minutes and then it'll say it's gone. So you just need to keep checking back. But I actually called about 10 different Aldo stores when I was trying to track one down for myself. And can I tell you how much fun it was trying to spell out Fratopolazine <laughs> over the phone to an employee in a loud, busy store who could not care less what I was trying to say? I bet. <laughs> and you found one, though. So I couldn't get one from the store, so I was looking for one on eBay. 
And the one I was looking at on eBay ended up selling for over $100, and I didn't want to pay that because it was a $50 purse. But then I went back on eBay, and there was a weird banner ad that popped up and showed me that on the Home Shopping Network website, for some reason, they had the purse on there. Sometimes I love when the computer stalks you. So that's how I got it, and I haven't got it yet. It's probably going to be here in a few days, but I'm really excited about it. So if you really want this bag, it might take some work, but it's worth it. Definitely. The next outfit that is really affordable that she said you can buy is a mod cloth peaceful visage top, which is only $40. And this one is off-white, and it has the sleeping eyelashes on the chest. It's really unique. I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. It is very unique, and I don't think a lot of people would be able to pull it off. It's so cute how it has the black button as the nose in the middle. That is cute. I didn't even notice the black button, to tell you the truth. And the eyes are on the pockets, so it looks like a face. I really like it. And the next outfit is a dress, and it's from Mod Cloth. It's the Abiding Beauty dress in black, and that's $44.99. And she just wore this recently this year. And Mod Cloth is having a bunch of online sales. Yay, Cyber Week. I just got a couple of really cute headbands during their Black Friday sale. They have the best headbands. Our next one is from when Taylor was out and about in L.A. around August. She wore the warehouse drawn floral print top and short. It looked kind of like a crop top and short outfit. And they're both $21, so you can get the full outfit for $42, which is pretty reasonable. It's a cute outfit. It would be perfect to save for spring or summer to even wear it to the tour. It would be a perfect tour outfit. So for all these Christmas ideas, you can go to tayswiftstyle.com, and we always thank her for coming up with such good stuff and always finding the best outfits. And these are really awesome ones because they're all affordable. And if you want to get your Swifty friend something for Christmas, they're perfect. So go check those out. She actually has a couple other lists too. She has gifts under $25 and then even gifts under $15. Which is very rare. So go check those out. And now we're going to move into our mini segments for the week. All our Swifty problems. And our first mini segment this week comes from at Hannah Gales 13 She says, singing blank space aggressively when in reality you have no ex-lovers. Swifty problems. Our next one is from at Lucy Sharp. Rocking so hard to bad blood that your headphones fly across the room and almost break. Oops, Swifty problems. Hashtag studying. (laughs) It's a little hard to study when you're headbanging for that. (laughs) Well, we've also been definitely rocking out to bad blood, and we're going to be talking about it and discussing it in detail for our main discussion in just a few minutes on this episode. And our next Swifty problem comes from T underscore Will 33, and they say, Taylor Swift expresses my thoughts and feelings better than I can. Swifty problems. She is very good at that. Our next one comes from at Swifty Probs with two Zs. I literally only watch award shows to see Taylor. Congrats, Taylor. Swifty problems. This is so true. I only watch them to see her, too. Even if they put her at the beginning, they always put her somewhere in the middle or near the end, too, so that people will actually continue watching. <laughs> Steph, this next Swifty problem goes out to you. It's at 
Shelby <laughs> Maria, she says, guys, help. I can't Tumblr fast enough. <laughs> Tumblr is a lot of fun, but sometimes it's hard to get what you want to get out immediately. If you miss something on Tumblr, then you just have no hope. Which is good, though, because people really reblog things on there rather than taking it for themselves. <laughs> Our last one is from at Fearless Night. And she said, I hate it when I'm jamming to Taylor Swift in my car and then someone calls and throws off my groove. Swifty problems. You threw off the Swifty's groove. Rude. Thanks for sending us all your Swifty problem, guys. And if you ever want to send us any Swifty problems or any other mini segments, just tweet us at SwiftCast13. And we love hearing about them. So, like we said earlier, we're going to move into our main discussion now about Bad Blood. It's the eighth song on the album, and it's a really good one. There's so much to say about it. Well, we can first tell you what Taylor said about Bad Blood when Rolling Stone interviewed her. And Taylor said, this song is about another female artist. For years, I was never sure if we were friends or not. She would come up to me at award shows and say something and walk away. And I would think, are we friends or did she just give me the harshest insult of my life? Then last year, she crossed a line. She did something so horrible. I was like, oh, we're just straight up enemies. And it wasn't even about a guy. It had to do with business. She basically tried to sabotage an entire arena tour. She tried to hire a bunch of people out from under me. And I'm surprisingly non-confrontational. You would not believe how much I hate conflict. So now I have to avoid her. It's awkward and I don't like it. And Taylor also admitted there might have been a personal element to the conflict. And she said, I don't think there would be any personal problem if she weren't competitive. And so we've actually talked about this before. I think Taylor would be okay if we talked about who we think this is about because Taylor has sort of confirmed it just through things that she's liked on Tumblr. But we've even mentioned in earlier episodes that we believe this song is about Katy Perry because we know that in July of 2013, Katy Perry hired some of Taylor's dancers and some of her stage crew managers in the middle of the Red Tour and hired them for her own tour. Yeah, and pretty much screwed her over right in the middle of her tour. Because it was right in the middle, Taylor really had to scramble to get things resolved. I think for the most part, people see Taylor's point of view here, but I think some people say, oh, it's just a couple of dancers. Taylor should just grow up and deal with it. But the thing is, she has a contract and those dancers have a contract and they broke the contract to go with Katie. And the other thing is that Taylor was so nice to everybody. She invited them over to her house in Rhode Island for the 4th of July and was just really welcoming to everybody on the whole tour. And then to have them pull a move like that probably was heartbreaking for her. It's like she lost her friends. And it was right after that party, too. Yep. And I noticed a couple of people here and there on Twitter and Tumblr have been saying that when they listen to the song, they kind of feel like it has almost a beat that one of Katy Perry's songs would have, or not that it sounds like it, but just that Taylor kind of tried to make it almost sound a little bit like the kind of beats Katy Perry uses, maybe to shade her a little bit. I Some don't of know. Taylor's backing vocals also sound to me 
like what Katie would do in a song. One of my favorite Mm -hmm. parts about this song is it was produced by Max Martin and Shellback, who they've both produced a lot of songs for Katie, including a song called Ghosts, which if you look at the lyrics, Taylor has a line that says, if you live like that, you live with ghosts. And so it's very clever, and Mm -hmm. I'll be interested to see whether Katie will work with Martin and Shellback again. I would guess she would, but... It was just interesting to me that they're kind of playing both sides. I mean, they worked with Katie before 1989 came out, but they were also working with Taylor during Red. And then can we also just point out about the whole, that tweet that Katy Perry made when Taylor's album came out, and obviously she had listened to the song and indirectly, well, we all assumed indirectly. By saying, watch out for the Regina George in Sheep's Clothing? Yes. I remember that tweet, and then Taylor sort of hit back with her Blank Space music video when she cuts holes into the shirt, and that's what happened to Regina George and Mean Girls. So if you haven't seen that, it was hilarious, and that was floating it was, around. I thought that was so funny. On Tumblr, you could see a photo of Katie's tweet and then a photo of Regina George. I don't think, like, anymore really needed to be though you know the song kind of tells the whole story the other thing that happened recently that a lot of you probably heard about is that diplo who i didn't even know i had no idea who this person was (laughs) 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 he's apparently Katy perry's new boyfriend diplo (laughs) he made up a was it a gofundme campaign and it was called pretty much help taylor get a butt Yeah. Because he thinks her behind is too flat or something. And it was just stupid and body shaming and just harassment, really. And, you know, who knows? Katie might not have had any involvement in that. And I'm not going to just say she did. But still, it's her boyfriend. And it's just wrong to do that. It was so rude and just so unclassy and rude. Especially when you're as irrelevant as he is, you really don't have any place to talk. Well, that's why he did it. He wanted to get attention. He got more attention from that probably than he could get from anything he did in his career. Seriously, he got so much attention for that, and that's exactly what he wanted. But so many people came to Taylor's defense, and I was happy to see that. Taylor, of course, didn't get involved because she's classy. She's Well, because she has some class, yeah. It's, like, funny to see how Katy Perry is older than Taylor, and Taylor is taking the more mature, classy route, and it just goes to show a lot. But it is, I think, kind of a sad song, because if you look back in time, Taylor and Katy did hang out. They went to award shows, and at the the photos that you see from the award shows, it looked like they were friends. Taylor would go out to dinner sometimes with Katy, and she went to Katy's birthday party one year. So I think they were friendly, and when this happens, the friendship is just completely shattered and will never, I don't think, be resolved. I think they really just kind of grew apart, too, with growing of age. Yeah, and in The Rolling Stone, Taylor mentioned personal conflicts, and we all know that Taylor dated John Mayer, and Katie also dated him. And so I think maybe Katie just couldn't get past that, and Mm -hmm. that might have made them grow apart. And then when this happened, 
I think it will be awkward if Taylor has to see her at award shows. Yeah, but you know Taylor will handle herself very well. Oh, she definitely will. I would think it would still be awkward. Yeah, definitely. But with this song, some of the lyrics in this are some of the most clever throughout the whole album. Like I mentioned, the ghosts is very clever. Part. Yeah, I didn't even catch on to that till you mentioned that. I love the lines where she says phrases without saying the phrase, like, and when she says, like, knife in my back, instead of, like, I mean, it's clearly a metaphor for that she got stabbed in the back. Yeah. Because she doesn't actually say stabbed no. in the back. She just says she has scars on her back from your knife. Yeah. I thought that was clever, too. My favorite part is the part where maybe it's the bridge, but when she says, when you live like that, blood runs cold, and she holds it out, the note there, that's my favorite part. Yeah. And just imagine her upside down microphone technique. I know. I can't. I was going to say, I can't wait to see the performance for this song and tour. I was thinking it might be like Better Than Revenge of Speak Now or Forever and Always of Fearless. Definitely. I could see like for Forever and Always, she had all the writing on the screen. I could see like bad blood with like dripping blood or maybe her throwing chairs. That would be fun. Well, one funny thing that I saw on Tumblr that I don't think Taylor would do, but it was still funny, is that they said Taylor, for this performance, should have a bra that shoots out fake blood like <laughs> Katy Perry's whipped cream bra. Oh, so funny. I do wonder, though, if she'll incorporate things into the performance that tell us even more certainly that it is about her. Yeah, I think she will. One thing I think is important to say... I don't think all Taylor fans need to hate Katie or bash her or go online and say nasty things about her. I never really had a problem with her. We actually all went to see her in concert this summer. I was not impressed with her. I didn't think she was a very good performer. I think her music is very mm -hmm. bubblegum pop. But I do own some of her songs. I exercise with some of her songs. But, you know, I just, I don't think it's right for us to go and be nasty. Taylor wouldn't want that either so if you like her listen to her if you don't then don't yeah and just because taylor has problems with her doesn't mean you aren't allowed to like her anymore like you know be yourself like who you like let taylor have her own problems they're not your problems so one interesting thought that i had was on the amas last week Katie won the award for favorite female pop artist and she wasn't actually there. She accepted it via video chat. And I think I mentioned something about this last week, but I was just wondering if Katie and any other artists who were in that category are really worried that they're not going to be winning those awards anymore now <laughs> that Taylor is moving into the pop yeah, category. They better be shaking in their boots. She's coming for them. I just can't see how I'd look at who is nominated this year. If Taylor is in that category, to me, there's just no possible way that Taylor couldn't win. Yeah, this has to be the one that she wins. Even my mom said tonight, she's like, oh, you know, she did a very good job with that album, and I think she should get a Grammy. Aw. Yeah. Well, I think that the Grammy nomination show should be very soon, so we'll see. Yeah. Lyrically, one of my other favorite parts about this song that I forgot to mention earlier is the Band-Aids Don't Fix Bullet Holes. Who else would come up with something like that other than Taylor? 
Yeah, that's true. That is a line that everyone seems to love. It's fantastic. I think the whole song is really great. And I do hope it makes it on to tour. I think it will. Mm-hmm. There's no way it won't. It's the angriest song on the album. It could even be a single on its own. It's so good. That's another thought I've had. I don't know whether she'll release it as a single. I think it would be interesting if she did. And then it was nominated for a Grammy or something. One other thing that people noticed about this song was if you look in the lyric book, the photo beside the lyrics is a photo of Imogene Heap's Grammy on top of her piano. And so some people thought maybe that was because Katie doesn't have any Grammys and Taylor has seven. Taylor didn't put her own Grammy beside the lyrics, but she put Imogene's. So I don't know, it, it might have been sort of intentional, but I thought it was clever either way. Those are all our thoughts on Bad Blood. And if you guys have any thoughts you want to share with us, feel free to tweet us or email us. We love to hear about your responses. And we're going to keep up with talking about all the songs from the album because there's so much to say about every song. And we love all of them. So again, if you do ever want to contact us and share your thoughts with us, you can get to us at theswiftcast13. That's our Twitter. You can reach us on TC at SwiftCast13 or email us at theswiftcast13 at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook if you do facebook.com slash theswiftcast. And then finally, our website, swiftcast13.com. And to listen to all of our episodes and get them for free and download it automatically for you, you can just press our subscribe button on iTunes. And again, it'll just download all the episodes automatically for you. And you can just listen and enjoy. And what do you guys think Taylor's going to be doing next week? Or this week, rather? I think she's going to be creating that Meredith hairball or Olivia hairball for the store. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Could she really create that? <laughs> if she brushes them enough. Yeah. I think that she's going to be doing something related with Olivia and Meredith for the 13 Days of Taylor. It seems like... There haven't been any fans getting packages in the past few days, probably because of Thanksgiving. I bet those are going to pick up again this week. Yeah, it made me nervous. I was like, what's happening? Don't stop. I know I already mentioned I think she'll be singing Blank Space and Shake It Off at the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show, but my pipe dream is that she and Ed will perform a new song that they've written because we've heard that they've written together since Red, so... My pipe dream is that they'll debut it while they film this, and it will be amazing. That would be amazing. I can only hope. I don't know. I think we'll definitely see her out Christmas shopping some more. Probably in London, yeah. She loves to shop there. Ooh, some London presents for fans. Oh, yeah. She she might send some presents to fans while she's over there, yeah. Or pick things out. Mm-hmm. Special London presents. Well, thank you for listening to episode 83. This has been Jill, Ashley, Haley, and Steph. Bye, guys. See you next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Peace out, Swift Scouts. Thank you for listening to this episode of SwiftCast. Visit us on the web at theswiftcast.com. The theme song for SwiftCast was written and performed by Sydney and Chuck. SwiftCast is not directly affiliated with Taylor Swift, Big Machine Label Group, or 13 Management. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.